sure that my phone is on silent. I already have. I just don't know what where are we starting. I'll, I'll let you start. Yeah, we'll get. I mean, we'll get it going as soon as it tells me I'm on, which I think sometimes we're on. I think we are on. <laughs> we do this so at the beginning of every it's, one. It's six <laughs> o'clock. It's Saturday night. It's, it's okay. Saturday live. With Victory Drive. Saturday Live, Victory Drive. That's the name. That's what we're going for. This is our third consecutive week. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot of... Which, which if any of y'all have watched any of our previous, like, anything on YouTube or anything like that, we are... Consistency is an issue. <laughs> like we're Yeah, gonna, we, I mean, we'll we start like something. Two in a row. Since and we're 18 years old. Five months. We start something. Yeah. We do it with passion. With passion. And then we're like... And then we're like... Eh. And even if, you know, it it might even be successful, we still just go, eh. It's not as successful as we thought it was going to be this fast, so we just don't stay with it. But Or something, yeah. Here we are. Like, third installment. We have Saturday Live with Victory. I have so many things to tie. I, I do believe that one on one on one thing, if if we if we start picking up with interaction. Yeah. So if you're watching, you know, comment, say something, you know, share this. Um, give us a little, uh, a little ego boost on what we're doing. Give us a little interaction. Um, it would be really nice. Speaking of share, I'm going to share it real quick. Here. Okay, cool. And so I do have a lot that um, we could talk about today. So the thing about it is, is I think we could spend a lot more time. So um, one of the things that I wanted to uh, discuss or talk about is funny to me. My last name is Witcher, W H I T C H E R, and um, because of that, I, I was given a nickname from a friend of mine a while back as Witch, and they just kind of called me that. They said, "Hey, Witch, you know, what are you gonna do, Witch?" Yeah. But now that I'm into, you know, you're into a, 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 an arena of the gospel um, when you start doing type ministry type stuff yeah, There's a, like, yeah. I, you know i'm not i'm far from a pastor or anything like that but i've gotten somewhat of an education uh, I, you know i got uh, um and i and i, I am being, walking i think you're being a little modest about it i mean you went to bible college you you know you you could start a ministry if you had yeah if and you found a place that you really wanted to be in and a and a yeah, another church to cover you and all that kind of and stuff. And Victory Which, Drive is a ministry. Victory yeah. Drive is a ministry. Yeah. On Thursday nights, we are we are in a church. Mm-hmm. Um, celebrate Recovery is a ministry. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're not exactly Celebrate Recovery. Okay, this is an Ark Family Church Recovery, recovery. Group. Okay, yeah. but it is a ministry. This, this is Christ based. Holy Spirit Absolutely. is the power. There is no higher power. Uh, vague conversation. Like an AA, yeah, yeah. Right. It's the Holy Spirit is the power. Behind your recovery. The recovery umbrella is huge. It's not just alcohol, mm-hmm. drugs. You know, you and I used to go to these meetings, um, and if someone brought up drugs in the meeting, you would get all this flack because yeah, it's would get al- mad. alcohol. Yeah. yeah. It's not like that here. You, if you're having trouble sleeping, then you are, you know, you're here for the same reason we are. And um, it is, it, like I said, it is a ministry. Um, Victory Drive is a ministry, so things are a little different. Uh, or yeah, I'm trying to navigate them. So, my last name is Witcher, and when you're in a ministry, and look, I'm guilty of this too. You have been here with me the last three seasons of The Chosen, where I have given Dallas Jenkins a rough go. The first season, I just wasn't that into it. Yeah. Okay? Just not entertained. And now you've gone to your whole, like, it's 
completely influenced by the Mormons, this, that, and the other. Which I will say, I mean, and on the other thing, I mean, they've caught a lot of flack for their support of the LGBTQ community. Um, totally. Which, I mean. But let, and, and let's bridge that. Let's even bridge that before I attack Dallas Jenkins because <laughs> okay. he's got his arms wide open to the LGBTQ, right? Yeah. Let, let's talk that, about that for a second. If Victory Drive were known to have the LGBTQ presence mm-hmm. attending there, yeah. I would catch the same flag. Yeah, absolutely. Even though I'm at Victory Drive, honesty is— Well, AA's catching the same flag because— And AA's... I've been to a couple of these LGBTQ meetings, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Because rigorous honesty is a foundation for my recovery. And if I think I'm supposed to be a different gender, I'm not being honest with the way I was created. And and there's got to be a struggle there. I'm not trying to create any kind of drama. Don't, you know, we had one viewer, now we have zero because of it. But, (laughs) you know, I'm not trying to get into that kind of a situation. But what I'm trying to say is my last name's Witcher. And Dallas Jenkins works with the Mormons. All the scene is on the Mormons, right? Mm-hmm. All of the all the shooting and stuff. The Mormons love him. He, yeah. He's their favorite evangelical, I read somewhere, okay? Yeah. And I've attacked this man for the last two seasons. But let's talk about why, right? Mm-hmm. Why have I found something to go, well, you know. Because monetarily, they are backing the show. I mean, but that's not the, my motivation. The reason why I got pricked mm-hmm. is because Christians, in the first season, when I said, I'm just not entertained— jumped on me like I don't love my Bible. <laughs> and so in the second season when I, don't I started think to, I came at you like that. No, not you. You were fine. I didn't I, even I know if you just, liked I didn't even know how much you liked like, or disliked. I was just like, dude, it's it's a good show. Like and it's a good show. I mean it I agree. It, no, I agree. No you don't. It's a great show. You, I'm not entertained by it. <laughs> if someone came to me and said, You gotta see this scene with, you know, the the woman he you know, maybe it's the woman at the well. Well so yeah, the woman at the well scene's really good. Um, I think this was me talking to you. He, there's a scene with um, with Mary Magdalene, and I, I mean, it's not. If you're looking for something that is um, that you could literally follow along in the Bible as you're watching it, it's it, it's not that. It's because it's more of a show to kind of give you a view of how the disciples' lives were and how they interacted with each other and and stuff like that. It's it's a drama almost of like if me and you were lived back then and, and let's say he we were chosen by him, then it would it depict like how would we interact when Jesus wasn't even around, you know, because like, I mean, there's a couple of times he went out to fast. He went out to pray in the mountain, pray on the mountain, like all this stuff where he's not around them and they're just with each other interacting. And it's so it's a cool little fictional thing, but there are some. There are, there, of course, there's Bible sprinkled into it. I mean, he does the Sermon on the Mount. He does, you know, he goes to the woman at the well. I don't know how much verbatim that what his interaction with the woman at the well is, but there definitely is some. It's a it's Bible a powerful it. scene. Yeah, and 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 for a non-churched person, mm-hmm. especially new in recovery, because I'm I'm on two big things, right? Mm-hmm. When you come into recovery, your church hurt a lot of times. Yeah, a lot of people come into recovery upset with God, the Creator in general. If you're there, why did you let such bad things happen I mean, was, to me? I mean, I think that was part of my, part of my fourth step, is you know writing this list. I mean, of people that, I think you did it, you made it out as people that I felt wronged me, 
people that I was angry. I will always do it that way. Resentful towards. Um, and so, <laughs> I will always do it that way. I, and, I if you're watching this and you disagree with making fine. a fourth step list as the people who harmed you, leave something in the comments. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I, I like the way you bring it around is because, I mean, the fourth step is supposed to be people that you've wronged, right? It's just, it's just, a, it's just, the fourth step is an inventory of emotional drama, trauma, yeah. abuse, but consequential circumstances. But I think in the, in, the, in the text, it's something that you're that in a you when you're in a when you're in a first when you're in a four step situation. We we take a personal inventory. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're in the four step mode, uh, spiritually, emotionally, where you are in recovery, mm -hmm. the, the the best way to get you to participate is to go give me a list of everybody that you feel like you hurt you. hate. Yeah, yeah, like it, it's so and easy then, for us to do. And then you took it to. Now let's see where you are. Where where did you pop up in this? Where where has it been your fault? Where all these situations and and, and this is not my original idea, by the way. Uh, Bill uh, W. and Doctor Bob. Uh. And for <laughs> w without without except without exception, I don't think I think every every person on that list that I was angry with or I had an issue with, I was in there. Like I it, I had just as much, if not twice as much to do with that like my my own personal you know fault that's, that's the word i was looking for was was in all of that but and see, being able is... to make that list in the first place because when you if you come and buy somebody and say make a list of all the people that you that you know you've wronged you've wronged you're like well yeah, i've never really done anything yeah. to anyone i have yet to meet anyone in recovery no matter how far down the scale they have went say to me Oh, man, I've got a bunch of people I did wrong. Everyone said, if you say, hey, make a list of people you've done wrong, they're like, yeah, I haven't really done a lot of people bad. But I mean, that's even, Who didn't deserve because, it? Because, I mean, you know, they even, add yeah. this. Because that's in the sexual inventory as well. Lights did some crazy stuff to me. That was cool. Um, we'll go with but it. That goes, because it's part of it's your sexual inventory, too. Oh, that I think that one turned on. Okay. Know, one, anyway. The, it's part of We're not that janky. <laughs> We're just janky enough. We're just janky enough. Um, but it's part of your sexual inventory, too, and you don't think that – a lot of people's sexual inventory, they don't think that they did anybody wrong. But, eh, I mean, I mean, if you want to go in a Christian way, you've done everyone wrong that you've had sexual relations with, relations with outside of marriage. You've done all of them wrong, especially as a male. You have made them an adulteress for, from then on. But that's neither here nor there. Wow. You just took that to a, <laughs> a, a really eye-opening. Um, so, and, and so anyway, saying all this is because my last name is Witcher. I have been attacked on that from some cr religious Christian people, right? Because your name and it, and look, right now, like we we averaged like a hundred viewers or something the whole week between that last Saturday to now, yeah. and the Saturday before that we got three hundred. So you can get two or three people going. His last name's Witch, though. This guy's not. His motives are bad. Like to make these lies. I don't even see how, how and, you and, make and, the correlation just because someone's name is is witch. It's not even spelled that way. Well, look, if I had a podcast so and every day I went and I was like, "Hey, it's witch with, you know, AntiochSpeaks.com, yeah, or it's witch with Victory Drive," and you go and it's like witch. Why is your name witch? Why is there warlock doing this? It's witcher. And what's your motive? You know, why do yeah. you make these? You know, why do you, you know? Yeah. It, it, they people judge your mother. I judge Dallas Jenkins and his relationship. With the Mormons, okay, okay, people judge you when you're when you start doing a ministry type thing, mm -hmm. okay. And we are coming up with a phone number for the the whole entire thing for YouTube, for our email, for everything, right? That's mm -hmm. not my personal phone number. And the number we have today, we're sitting down, is four seven zero 
884-1666. And it's like, call which like that at 1666. <laughs> it hurt me when you read it. So we could pray for you. Yeah, right. And you, it pricked you. Yeah, it, that like, means oh, if, like we're, that. if we're not friends mm-hmm. and you're watching this and you're vibing with it, and you're like, man, this is kind of <laughs> cool what they're doing here. I like this gimmick. I like what they're doing. Yeah. And then I tell you, call which at one six six six. You go. I, why is this number six six six? So it's, and I didn't get to. I, I'm gonna change. It. I'm gonna get it changed or whatever. Yeah. We didn't get to choose it. Yeah, it's, it's coincidental. But it's not because I I worship Satan. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, 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 but back to Dallas Dallas Jenkins. I um maybe he's not Mormon. I so, concede. So, so look at this. Let, let's let's go. Let's look at it from a totally different angle. What if? Through Dallas Jenkins, God reaches a few of those Mormons he is. To, com- co- to convert to Christianity. Totally. totally. So I, I get it. I get it. And listen, if <clears throat> Victory Drive Saturday nights on Facebook gets one person to Come get on. a little bit Come sober— on, this was, this was one person to heal from trauma, one person to take a resentment with God and put it on the table— and say, look, I thought God would do a better job than he's been doing in my life. Or I would do a better job. That, I think that was mine. Is I'd do a better job as, yeah. as God. And Job had a beef with God. And God was like, bro, do you even know how to create a star? Or yeah. it, You know, it's, it, it's a big deal. God is a Bruce Almighty, right? Like, yeah. God is a big, big deal. Um, and, I, and it kind of takes us to where we were going to talk so I'm a huge fan of, of Derek Prince Ministries, mm-hmm. um, and I shared a video with Josh a week ago, two weeks ago. So do we want to give the name of the video so other people can go watch it? If this, Yeah, so this is a Derek Prince, and it's a, 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 um, Why Do Things Happen to God's People Yeah, is the name of it. And you can Google it on YouTube or whatever. You can find it, and this is the part two because there's three parts. Okay. Um, Derek can do up to an hour like it's nothing, as I think you and I can probably do the same. Yeah. Um, and so, it's, but I couldn't do an hour by myself. I don't. I don't not yet. I'll, I'll not yet. But care. it's coming. Yeah. Um, it, it, so it's a three-parter. Um, and this, you know, this was the second part. It's about twenty-five minutes long, maybe thirty minutes long, and it was so good. I mean, I grabbed the yeah, clip, really and we're and we're still playing with how to share clips with you, um, yeah, effectively, we'll, we'll that out and live. stop it. We, we also have. We we're talking about an itinerary on the next show. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to announce that we're going to cover. Pastor Ryan Smith from Five Stones, uh, a video he had that I thought was awesome. About toxic people. We'll be covering that next week. So if you want to turn in, tune in at 6 o'clock on Saturday night, next week for Saturday night, for Saturday Live with Victory Drive, that's what our topic will be. But tonight, we are going over this Derek Prince video. Um, we have a, I got a slew of notes here, but I watched it a week and a half ago because this was supposed to be the topic for last week's. <laughs> but the Holy, Spirit, the Holy Spirit led us in a different direction and that's um, another thing I want to say about Victory Drive. We will make itineraries, but expect change because I'm going to go and, and the, Josh the is going to go. Lead us where yeah, it, if the Holy in. Spirit wants us to talk about, but it's kept us here, else. like like that chosen thing that we just went, like that was. I don't know where that came from, but we're going to. Well, it, it's judgment, it right? It's judgment yeah. of leaders. It yeah. goes to the six 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 number and my name being which yeah. and Jenkins getting funded by the Mormons and them offering him up, you know. Well, I mean, resources same, so he can make this movie. This this doesn't make him a Mormon. It's though. Angel Studios. It's the same one who who funded this this new Jim Caviezel movie. 
with the sex trade? With the sex trade. It's the same. Okay, so I have a thing. That. So this is going to create. You, oh, you just we're open gonna, up a We're going to get off. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I hope you're still watching. I don't know who you are, our two viewers on the planet, but I hope you're watching up to this point. Comment if you are. Let us know. Say, Drop something in the comments and say, I disagree. I agree. Uh, I think the same thing. Crazy. That's yeah. a Mormon. That's you know recovery. Whatever the case may be. But this is what I want to say about the Jim Caviezel movie. It seems like that movie was used to um, almost used to deflect the, 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 the energy towards what's going on. Like they, they, they take this movie mm -hmm. and they show you that this stuff is happening. But no one's doing anything about it, and it's oh, there are there are, like so, like even like Ashton Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher, oh Ashton yeah, he's Kutcher. a yeah. I'm not saying his name right. It's fine. Kutcher. He um. T C. I don't know. He works with an organization that goes in and finds these places and 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 busts these people. I, I think there's a lot more going on. There's a lot more people out there because I'm hearing more and more. And I mean, my prayer every day when I when I pray to God every day, I, I touch on. You know, save these children, deliver these children from the, what they're in, bring, raise up a Moses yeah. to come and get them, man. Like, so, but so there are people out there, and I think God is doing. I think He's moving. I think He's moving on it. I feel like He's moving on. I'm I'm seeing more and more stories about they. They're busting this. They're busting these rings. They're like, I forget. I was a, a week or two ago. I heard a story where they 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 freed like a bunch of the kids out of one of these rings, and so. And I think the movie. I haven't seen the movie. Have you seen the movie? I have not watched the movie, so I, and I, just, I don't want to judge. I'm the just movie pontificating seen, on the idea but that I feel like the deep state made or, or the big Hollywood made this thing. Like it, it, no, because so so Disney got it originally, okay, and put it on the shelf and that like just left it there and would not do anything with it. It was the, the script. Yeah, I got you. And so Angel Studios bought it from them for basically nothing. Like, dude, I think it was like 14 million dollars to make this whole movie. Yeah, or something like that, and it's made hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, huge. I mean, it, it, it sure. I mean, it beat in the block in the in the box office. It beat like the Mission Impossible movie, the the new Indiana Jones movie, all, like all these like big blockbuster hits that were coming out. It smoked. It. Killed them, and so um, I don't know if I I don't know if I agree with you, and I don't know if I'm following where you're where you're saying. That. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to come back to it because I didn't expect to talk about it, so I'm <laughs> okay. not prepared, right? But it, it, it is along the lines that it was created by the people that are doing it to kind See. of do like a, on the back end of it, right? It makes a bunch of money. And then on the back end of it, it just seemed to be not effective for the cause or something. Well, the guy who made the movie or the, the guy who the movie's based on is still doing this. Didn't they arrest it? They arrested somebody. Somebody's been arrested. That is involved with the show, really, for child trafficking. Yes, I yeah, didn't hear that. yeah. I again, and look, I, I don't know if you watch Tucker with that in, the YouTube influencer guy Andrew Tate, the the yeah. fighter. Have you watched that interview? Mm, he I talks about his he got charged yeah. with uh, uh, sex trafficking. Yeah, and he talks about his charges and what gave him the grounds of that. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like basically is you and I are making these videos. Mm -hmm. If I were to clip this video and put it on TikTok and make a bunch of money off of it, that I could get in trouble for influencing you to make the video with me. Like it, you're, it, yes, it's interesting. Like I'm in slavery. Yeah, like I'm this? somehow trafficking 
my idea. You're, 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 it's weird what Andrew Tate says. And again, I don't know any details behind his case. Yeah. And I don't really know much about this man. Yeah. But what he's claiming is he didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, everybody's going to. I mean, and I'm I not, know. I've been I'm, in jail. I went to jail. I'm no one gonna, was guilty. I'm not. Saying I sat in jail with 755 not, people, and they were all innocent. So every single one of them. Everybody was innocent. They all I had wasn't. a great story. I it's, wasn't. I, I wouldn't. Every like, story was I, like. Did you? It was my second DUI. I, I did it. Like I, like, <laughs> I did it. Like there's no way I could be like, no nah, man. They, there was a man. They, 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 they framed me. That's funny. They framed me. But I mean, so it, it is what That's it funny, is. But yeah. <clears throat> all right. So, so anyway, let's back up. So, Let, so let's Derek Prince back to. Um, what I liked about this, why things happen, it is about Job. It's a study of Job the whole time. The story of Job. Yeah. I do. I do love it. I, um, I am. But I got I got to tell you something, man. Um, before we go forward. I started to study Jeremiah, mm -hmm. um, and I really fell in love with that man. Like it, it Jeremiah is. A, I'm getting. I'm. Uh, where Where is that? You're on your way. Um, you know, there's a lot of books, so you're on your way. I'm on my way. I'm you're in. Way. I'm in. Uh, I'm in Chronicles now. Oh yeah, you're close. You're. So I went through. It's funny, man. Yesterday at work, um, usually I have my headphones in while I'm working, and I just have. Either, you know, Glenn Beck or, you know, Clay and Buck playing, like, 106.3 playing the whole time. And I just listen to talk radio all day. I set my Bible out to, app to read to me and made it all the way through First and Second Kings yesterday. No, but doing that, is are you retaining anything? I'm retaining something. Um, so I had read, I, so I was already into First Kings. Like, I was already well into it. So it, it finished that off for me and then went through Second Kings. And, yeah, I mean, I was retaining... What I feel like it was, man, is I was, I was retaining the, the, I don't want to say pertinent parts because they're all pertinent parts, but like the stuff where they just go through and because there's, there's some stuff in the Bible that's very repetitive or whatnot. Yeah. You know, I, I understand like, why you feel that. You way. know what I'm Especially saying. if you're listening and you're not like, reading, it's, it's very, like when they're going through names and like listing all these names or listing all these begets and, you know, yeah. the father of this and the father of that. I mean, there's a lot of that in there. And then, you know, when you're in. I think it's Deuteronomy or Leviticus, and they're talking about all the laws, and they're talking about building the temple and what how that went, or talking about building the altar and all the things, the 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 tabernacle and all that stuff. It's a lot of, it's a lot. There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of skimming that goes through that. But I'm telling you, man, it was really good. And so what I've what I've realized is is I could I could reset it Monday, yeah, to the beginning of First Kings. And let it read through it again for me. Oh, nice! I, I think, think that, that I could, I could retain almost better that way. If you do it that way. If I did it that way. I mean, I don't think I'm going to because I'm really in the Chronicles right now. I'm getting back into David again, and I just and I love stuff, the story yeah. of David. So it's, um, but anyways, I just it was cool to me. Uh, so we're going different. It's is so there's a um. What was funny to me? There's a piece of a song that says. Um, Something about the man who was thrown on the bones of Elisha. Yeah, that's the man. And it's that song. Yeah, yeah. it's the elevation. What your God can do. Yeah. And um, I thought that I was gonna get into because I because it's in um, it's in Second Kings when that happens. I thought it was gonna be this big thing in Second Kings. Dude, it's like a it's a, a blip. It's a blip. Like no. it wasn't like I thought it was gonna be somebody intentionally and this shows you how how bible literate i am 
somebody intentionally put somebody on the bones of Elisha to, to raise them from the dead or, or something because sure. God told them to or whatever. They're, no, they like knocked some guy down in a in a hole that ended up falling into the tomb where Elisha's bones were, and he was already dead, and he just happened to land on the bones and happened to come back to life, and then nothing. There was nothing after that. Like, <laughs> like he just, just he just came just back a miracle to life. That happened, it was a yeah. miracle that happened, and then and it's recorded. Not another word. It is recorded. It doesn't that say that happened. he left the air and went and did anything or told anybody or anything <laughs> like that. But God is good. It just happened. I'm just like I, I was and like, see, this is right. So um, we were. I was listening to a podcast, and at the beginning of the podcast, people call in or they write in mm-hmm. a testimony, and these testimonies are. You have made me feel better. Listening to this podcast has made me feel happier, has yeah. given me joy. I, like I was in a dark place, had no hope, now I do. Hmm. And those testimonies. Amen. When you Last night at our church, we had a testimony that a man uh, had stage five or something like that, prostate cancer, stage four or five prostate cancer, and was going to need chemo, and that the cancer had possibly spread to the bones, and, mm-hmm. and he's probably going to have bone cancer. And then he came and got prayed for, and when they went back, he had stage two cancer that he didn't need chemo, that surgery was going to remove it, and there was no cancer in the bones. So that was God did that, yeah. and that's a huge testimony of healing yeah. that people don't believe. At Dawsonville Revival, a lady had so many tumors in her body they were they had an x-ray of them in her uh lung and in, yeah. in her throat they were everywhere you told me this story, yeah. yeah and she got baptized in the waters and brought back the x-ray and it was all gone how many times she got baptized several yeah, times several times i believe yeah. but whatever the case may be he had he, healed he, her he entirely healed it, yeah people don't believe these testimonies and these are big testimonies yeah but what you just said is a man fell on the bones of elijah and came back to life and that's all they recorded of it mm-hmm. and went, went on testimonies of what god is doing in people mm-hmm. every day are powerful and they're big yeah. The Lord has cured an obsession in my mind I never bro, bro. thought was going to go away. Listen, it, I, so, I'll, so I'll just go right here. I'm an alcoholic. I I, I drank, I, I drank away a, a marriage. I drank away relationships with my children. I drank away a career, um, <clears throat> and this career was like this is back in like 2010. They took like I got fired from this job. Did I did I tell this story on this uh, podcast? You may or may not have. Um, and I got fired from this job, and this was back in 2010. And I still drank for another couple years, and then finally got sober almost nine years ago. And my pastor at Worship of Wonders Church about a month ago started preaching about God is giving everything back to Amen. everyone who the enemy has taken anything from. That's He's good. giving it all back. We're taking it all back. That was the gist of the whole series. A week and a half, two weeks after he started that series, I got a call from Nova Engineering that, that fired me 13 Come years on, ago brother. asking me <laughs> asking me if I wanted my job back. Amen. And I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever like broken down and wept praying to God as much as I did when never I came. Never going to get that career back. It was, you never thought you no, were ever going to. No, I would have never applied for it. Like, and everything you've been doing in between the consequences of your drinking and now has basically been trying to survive. You haven't been thriving. Yeah, you've been just trying to survive. I've been, and I've between... been surviving, but it's there was no there was no light at the end of the tunnel. There was I was going to be working this hard I was into be my riding 80s. A, a freaking lawnmower for yeah into into, into my 80s. Into, I was going to die on the back of a lawnmower. <laughs> So we don't know. I mean, we uh, have yeah, no I mean, idea. I, I, like you said, you know, 
one of the one of the big things that Derek Prince says in the clip that we that we have and, and what we were listening to mm-hmm. is that God's sovereign and he's yeah. gonna do whatever he wants. Yeah, to I do. think I think the line he says is God does what he wants, when he wants, however he wants, and he does not care. He doesn't care if my phone number think. ends in six six six. He doesn't care if my last yeah. name is which. He, he doesn't, doesn't care. care how you feel about it or anything like that. He is sovereign and he is he is going to do it. And so it's up to you whether you want to get in line with his will so that you can be you can prosper from it or if you just or if you want to fight it. And fighting it just it ends up in it happening anyways. So, so I saw this it? before we and, and, and let's jump into this, but I saw this this week. It said five ways that you know you're in God's purpose. Okay. Okay. It said one of them is other people are benefiting from what you're doing. Okay. Okay. That's a good that you have other people are going, Oh, wow, you know, that enlightened me or that changed the way I look at this, or you know, other people are involved. Number two is time flies when you're doing it. Time just shoots by when you're actually in it. Dude, this week shot by. Dude, seriously, <laughs> waiting for Saturday to come? It's no, this just week. Just in general. Just Nova. in general. Nova, yeah. Nova. It, like, I was, I, I I forgot what day it was all week long. Like, it just it just flew by. I'm just like, what? How do we even, how is this going so fast? It was, it was great. It was yeah. really good. Number three is you wake up early and you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, oh, like, I can't, I don't want to do, like, you are, you're excited about doing it. I think Friday, I think yesterday, yesterday, I think I had some of that, but I'm also, I'm also getting a little sick. And so I think that's what happened Friday morning. Is just I woke up and my chest hurt and my, I was coughing and my throat hurt and so I was just like, Ugh. but, but yeah, when I go in, like when I'm up and I'm ready to go, I'm ready. Let's just go. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. And then four was <laughs> you're fulfilled by doing it. You're feeling like you're doing. Something. You're ha- you're feeling happy. Um, <clears throat> and then I think five was uh, something along the lines of revelation that you keep gaining new yeah. insight because of what you're doing mm-hmm. um and it just it just made me think of that he's like it's like man you know what i'm not stephen furtick and i'm not gonna you know i don't have Mega millions of me. dollars and, and i don't see anything wrong with that situation joel osteen selling all the books i don't have problems with any yeah. of that um but to just be happy in what i'm doing and the thing is is and i mean you know people a lot of people don't like prosperity gospel and i'm not i'm not a fan of prosperity gospel like the like the you're gonna all be millionaires and if blah, you blah, pray blah. you read your bible show up to church you're gonna be rich yeah. oh and tithes and tithes. tithes will keep you healthy rich all your kids will <laughs> succeed everything's and, gonna be great and the thing is is but but in reality it says it in I, i'm like i said i'm not a bible scholar but it, it says god wants his people to prosper he wants us to prosper he wants to do things for you he wants to, so just let him do it. Yeah. Just follow in his, and man, he will carry you to places that you never even thought that, that you would be at. So, and because there's a line in here that says, don't set limits on what God can do with or through you. That, 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 okay, look, now I want to talk about this for a second because um, judgment has been a conversation that you and I have, uh, have had, okay? Yeah. And um, recently someone did say some things to me that is convincing. You know, that judging. as Christians, yeah, yeah, spiritually, we are discerning and judgy. Uh, <laughs> we, we are able to judge. We, it is something that once you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you're going to judge. And it's hard for me not to agree. 
And I think I have to agree. I've heard pastors put it this way, and I think we may have said this before. There's a dis- difference between judgment and condemnation. Like there's there's a a form of righteous judgment that you can that you can do to dis- and you you can discern and and whatever. It's when you start saying that look at that that person's going to hell for that. That's con- condemnation because only God condemns anyone to. I gotta say, man. I gotta say, on number one. And we should, we could do probably an hour or more on just this kind of topic, or maybe do segments. I think all of our I think all of our podcasts so far have have come back to this. Oh, has have because they all? I think yeah. judgments. We're seeing a lot of I think I think some people that are in your life and some people uh, around you. I think and we kind of talk about it. Is there's a lot of people judging a lot of things that. Well, my last name being which six 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 Jenkins well, I mean, and his Mormons. But even, but even this that, is all judgment calls, isn't yeah, I mean, it? This is all you're yeah. making judgment on on. Dallas Dude, Jenkins if my, if my for, pastor yeah. if my pastor has nineteen cars, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Where do you get those from? The uh, coming from the collection plate. Yeah. Is you that, know, is that my tithe? Is that where? That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, right? Yeah. Um. So anyway, so judgment is probably a thing that the church it needs to have a conversation. It needs yeah. to be conversed, and it needs to be, you know. Judge how you're judging. Yeah. If you want to be so judgy and you want to tell who's going to hell and who's not, whose motives are bad or not. Oh, his last name's Witch and his the last three digits of his number is is the you know six six six. He's his motives are bad. If you want to judge people's motives and you want to judge every little thing, judge yourself too. Take a minute to look judge in the yourself and too. Judge. Your anger, your unforgiveness, your why do you want this? Why, yeah. Okay, I've, I am uh, a, a back the blue advocate guy. I love the police, right? Lies. Go ahead. I, I'm not a liar. Bro. <laughs> okay, we'll get into that on another segment. <laughs> um, but I, sometimes I wonder, why do you want this job so bad? Why do you want the management position so bad? Yeah. Why do you want to be the president so bad? And why do you want to judge so bad? Why do you want that? Do you understand? In, the, in Revelation, it says there will be weeping. We will be crying at judgment, guys. Mm-hmm. We are not going to be going, yep, you got what you deserve. Yep. It's not how it's going to feel. It's going to hurt to see. When, when Jesus says, get away from me, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. When he spits out lukewarm Christians, you're not going to celebrate that because you knew? Because you judged correctly? Uh, all I know is, if you are there and celebrate that, you're probably not. I mean, it's a sad judgment. Is hard. Look, that was me judging. I know that was me judging. That was me judging. Listen, the God of the Old Testament was wiping. The Holy Spirit was wiping people out, wiping people out, flooding them, burning them. Uh, They were dying in wars. They were dying from sickness and plagues and and and, and famine, and they were being wiped out. And I do believe we're going to see that again. Why do you want it on your shoulders to make that call? You know, I asked. I asked a friend today. Do you really want the Lord to open up the book of every decision I've ever made with every motive I've ever made and give you the right yeah. to put me in hell or heaven based yeah. on that? That's a heavy order. Lord, I want you to have that order. Yeah. I, don't I don't want, want that. that at all. I don't want that. I don't want to decide if Dallas Jenkins is doing the right thing or not. Lord, relieve me of that. I don't want that. But if I see a group of guys vaping, Smoking weed, drinking, and talking about talking to girls, going to the strip club. I'm not going. No. Is that just, just a judgment call? Yeah. Am I saying those men are all going to hell? 
I don't know, but I'm not going with them. I don't want to go hang out with them. I don't want to fellowship with them. If they want to come join us on a Sunday morning and sit with me at church, they're welcome to. Absolutely. I would love to have them in their hangover state. With, you know, Dude, I'm telling I mean, I'm smelling like cigarettes. I'm sitting telling with anyone yeah, I can. Yeah, absolutely. Like, come to church with me. But I'm not going I, I anywhere with great them. church for you to come to. Like, come on. And this, this was the big thing. I don't want to open up the book of your life and make a decision mm. based on what no. you've been doing if you deserve hell or heaven. But if you come to me and tell me your life is hell, let's talk about it. Yeah. Like, well, I'm not here to judge you. I'm here. We're here to let's usher you into the kingdom, bro. Like, that's what I that's what we're so biblically what we're called to do. I think it does say that Christians are going to be filled with a, a spirit to judge a righteous. Judgment. But I don't think but Jesus says who's going yeah, to hell and who's exactly. going to heaven. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's the condemnation of you saying, because I have righteously discerned the judgment against this person, I know they're going to hell. Okay. We can all say that there are certain lifestyles that people are living that are completely separated from God and completely, you know, void of any kind of of, of knowledge of God or, or presence of God, okay? And that if you read the scripture, it says that those people will be cast into the fire, okay? But that's a, I'm, I'm judging that as a lifestyle and judging no man or woman that's in it. That makes sense. Yeah, that like the men and women that are in that lifestyle have, for one, they could come out of it at any time. That's the other part. God does whatever He wants, whenever He wants, however and this He is wants, why I to talk whoever about He wants. Pastor Ryan Smith's uh, awesome thing. I, I really want to go into that because he put those three people, and he said, "The Lord can change people." The Lord will change me. I'm different than I was. And but and I think that's the that's the thing when people talk about Christians in the church who are, are lukewarm and, and whatever. And but the problem is judging those Christians is is a little like be careful. Just be careful because you don't know how lukewarm and hot you really are. Um, but I don't know where I was going with that, but what did you just say? I said Pastor said that the Lord will change will change them. And then that and if if you haven't been changed by the Holy Spirit, you need to reevaluate your relationship with God. Because if you're still able to walk around in sin, right, and it I've not somebody affect say this. you, and you have no conscience, no, yeah, no just like, con- like you no go conviction. to church, you go to church on Sunday, you, get you, your little fill, you and steal, then you, go, you go to church, and the sermon's about stealing, and you don't feel a yeah, thing. You just then maybe <laughs> you don't have the Holy Spirit like you're claiming you do, and that's not me judging you. That's me. That's me giving some righteous, uh, but well, you know what? Righteous judgment, saying that the the Holy Spirit hasn't, if He's not touching your life like that. Because man, I gotta tell you, when I lie. When I, you know, whatever, I feel it, bro. Like, it keeps like, rippling. Yeah. like The I'm, after yeah. effect keeps coming. Well, it doesn't, like, and, wow. and I'm not saying that it happens while I'm doing it. While I'm doing it, well, it, it is what it is. It just happens, and, and, and then, but afterwards, I'm like, like, come on. All right, all right. And then I go to repent. Like, that's, that's where I got to go right afterwards. Yeah, amen. Or at least within the next day or so. My next set of prayers, like, repentance has to come, and specifically for that. Amen. So. Getting tired, man. Why are you yawning? I don't, don't know, man. It's weird. I just got so getting tired. So anyway, did I? Yeah, did I yawn in? There I don't know, noise? but I'm just saying. So, I'm, yeah, I'm man. Muted, I'm, I'm, I'm muted. I'm sit, all of a sudden, times. I was sitting there. I was like, hey, man, Josh is just taking the show. Maybe I can take a nap. Ah, sorry. Go ahead. No. 
I got all so, these notes, man. No, it's great. And, and let's let's start at the top of it of the Derek Prince video. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to. I I so badly want to try try to play around with it and see. But you know what I think I'm going to do is later we'll we'll run it recording through all the programs we have and see how. And it, see if you can put it. Well, I mean, you could also you can put clips of it on on when you post this to YouTube. Yeah. I wouldn't post this to YouTube until you. Have no, tried what to, it, have yeah. tried to clip some and stuff it, into and it. and I got I gotta ask you. You know, we're at forty minutes of of the third of live. Mm-hmm. Um, however many people, seven, ten, twelve people have interacted so far. Comment, say something. Let us know well, that, that you're one still there. Is me. There's one. Yeah, but like, it's, I'm it's running bumped up it. and down, right? It's bumped up yeah, and down to like wrong. four, and then back down. Um, whatever the case may be. Yeah, right now it's probably just you. It's just me. Yeah. So, um, but, but you know, I, I guess like throughout the week we get. People well, watching, like if, if but I don't know sees, if, if somebody sees that at least one person is watching. Watching it gives them more. If it's a zero, they're like, ah, oh, that must not be. But if it's at least one, and maybe it'll give. And them I don't more know, like what we watch. have to do. Maybe we have to get like a neon light right here that says, <laughs> "Watch us, watch us." Watch. No, I don't. I don't think so. You know, I'm just gonna trust I would like how a it goes. Saturday Live with Victory Drive kind of sign going. Maybe on we can make one. Yeah. yeah, maybe we can get something like that going. If um, you're good at, if anybody out there is good at stuff like that. Drop a comment. And he, also, Josh's. Uh, we, we know people are watching because people are commenting. Yeah. Didn't your mom say something about wearing a hat? Yeah, she's like, "Why are you always wearing a hat in the video?" Yeah, like it's so. I mean, so there's. I wear a hat about when it's. I think when I'm sleeping, I don't. But other than that, let, let me. And and to my mom, if she if she ends up watching this, you sent me to kindergarten with a hat on my head. Really? Like you can't come back to me at me now. Your dad has a it. hat on right now too. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Right. Um, so here's it. So like literally there's pictures of me going to the bus stop on my first day of kindergarten and I had a hat on. So you started this mom. Don't, don't come at me. (laughs) See, I don't, I don't know why running clips now with, with such a little interaction and such a little viewers. I mean, we can play around with it. We could. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. Anyway, so anyway, so you you started at the beginning of the video, you started judgment versus correction and condemnation. Yeah, but that was from a couple weeks ago. So I think we already talked about that. Oh, is this the video or not? So this is the video at the live. At the live. Okay. Attitude radically changed by the encounter with God. Okay, which I was going to say. Yeah. I have met people whose perspective, Mm -hmm. and this is a step forward deal too. This ties back to what we were saying at the beginning. I have met people whose perspective is woe is me. Everything is happening to me. They made those decisions because of me yeah. and, and, and all of that. And within months of spending time with the Lord, fellowship, worship, reading their Bible, prayer, all these different things have changed. And they don't yeah. even know it. I get around man. them. It's been six, seven weeks I've been around them. I, at the beginning, they were like, oh, woe is me, self-pity, self-pity. Now I'm around them, and they're talking about other people and praying for other people and caring for other people and the, and the things they're doing. And they're getting excited, and they've made some friends that want to hang out with them, and they've made, you know, maybe the opposite sex I'm, is now I remember my interested first set of prayers. The first, time, the first time I really came into, into prayer, like after, and like one-on-one, just down in the private time, my prayers were a lot about me, bro, but— they're they're not now. They're well. I mean, they still are some because I mean, I still prophesy. Like I still prophesy right now that the that the job that the Lord gave you back is going to be so fruitful and you're going to do so well at it. I prophesy over your health. You know what I'm praying? Your for? lungs are going to get all healed up from all the years of smoking and everything yeah. like that. Your brain is being just fully functioning right now. I like I still so, cause prophesy because that's that's, that. that's the that's the thing about this this job, man. So I did this 13 years ago, and I'm I'm back in doing the exact same thing, but. 
I have a lot to relearn and then a lot of new things to learn. And I'm 43 now, so my brain doesn't work like it used to. I mean, it, it, it's okay. I'm still, I still got a little bit, but you know, it's it is what it is. But yeah, man, I'm praying for like no vertigo, no pain in his ankles, <laughs> no joint problems. Hopefully. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Eyesight, vision, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I, I Come on, I accept that. <laughs> I bring that down from heaven, sir. But I just like I'm praying for this this. So the lady who I'm working for now, like the like my direct boss, I mean she's a little older, so like she has retirement on the horizon, not not like next year, but you know five ten years from now she's got. So like I'm praying, like that's my like I have prayers out there, and that and that's what my my, my pastor says all the time is when you pray, pray with expectation. Yeah, like pray yeah. out there, like it's I'm, I'm coming for that. When I, like, when that's I lay, mine. Absolutely, you lay your yeah. hands on your car, you believe that the Holy Spirit can go in there and change the engine, restore gears, yeah. uh, 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 clean out fluids. The Holy Spirit can take care of this for you. Believe that, expect it. Yeah, like God, like it says, God can do and will do. And so if you're praying with expectation and you're asking him for something, he wants that. He doesn't. Like he doesn't necessarily want you to test him, but at the same time, it says, and there's a few verses in there. He's like, "Test me on this." Yeah, like Mal- you're talking Malachi, right? Yeah, test, yeah. test me on this. Yeah, I can, like, like God will do. So if you, if there are things, especially, especially if He's given you a vision, if He's given you dreams, if He's given you things that that He has said, that He has said in a vision or a dream to you that will be yours, it will be, Amen. Yours, yeah. like stay in Amen. it, like you, like. The, the the enemy's coming at you and no amount of guilt shame yeah, condemnation nothing. other Christians telling you you Mm-mm. don't deserve it you didn't pay your taxes so now you don't get it that's none of that's true none of that is true and when you get <laughs> I hear this a lot from several different pastors when you get close when you are right there man he's coming at you like he came at Jesus on the cusp of his ministry like right there in the wilderness he was about the Holy Spirit just happened upon him and he was about to Hallelujah. go start his whole thing and the enemy came upon him right then that is when he's coming at you when you so if you'll just hold on and I just think it on. says he even says it in here is is just hang in there like it's coming your it's breakthrough coming. is if, if you're getting if you're getting attacked from all sides right now dude it's right on the it's right you're right there because because that's when he comes at you the hardest is when you're right about to break through into what God's purpose is in your life and whatever that looks like for any of there's you. a lot of things with this i just looked over at your notes and saw there's no substitute for endurance during times of trial and waiting on the lord you are tempted to get angry with fellows that that you're fellowshipping with you are tempted to judge other people incorrectly who are getting their like he's getting his breakthrough he's getting his breakthrough why is that why am i why is he getting why, his breakthrough? how come I'm, i started paying yeah. my tithe and they're still not paying their tithe but they're getting their breakthrough yeah. and i'm not like there's there's a lot of temptation to to not and to stay judge the course other people's Look, love and forgiveness is a big factor in this. You want to talk about judging people, okay? Someone has bad language. They still listen to secular music. They still watch secular uh, images. They have the uh, which is the last name, whatever the case is. You want to talk about judging. I know, right? You want to talk about judging people. I'm judging right now. If you can't forgive, if you're angrier and you want vengeance served, Mm -hmm. you're in the same boat. Yeah. As that. People are getting their breakthrough and you're finding yourself being jealous or. Or covetous of that of that breakthrough, you're just you're just prolonging yours because there's still some things that you have to get right within yourself 
to get that breakthrough that God wants for you. Because maybe, you know what, maybe that little breakthrough that that guy's getting and that little breakthrough that that girl's getting or whatever, whatever, is nothing in comparison to the breakthrough that he's got for you if you'll just hang in there and 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 forget about all that. Focus on him. Focus on him. That's 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 all I can tell you. That's the Amen. best advice I can give to anyone is just continue to focus on the Lord and what he has promised you. If he has promised you something, he's Amen. not a man that he should lie. Amen. He's going to fulfill it. It's so true. just keep your eye on it. Like I I mean, keep praying for for that. Pray pray as if you already you already have it. Amen. Thank him for as if you already have it. Like that's live your life of this as if you already have it because you do. If he said it, he's it's he meant happened. it. It's true. And so and and I'm on that too. So I'm looking at your conclusions of Job. <clears throat> So I want to do two things as we okay. tra- as we transfer in. We haven't really covered much. Of it this bothers. Video. So can I just say that this bothers me? Like as being a, a person who was who was raised by an English major, the fact that Job is spelled J O B really bothers me. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about it. Because you know? <laughs> that's job. But it's it's job. Still, yeah. I get it. I get it. It's whatever. But it bothers me. It, and it is, it, so the first thing I want to try and do, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and play this clip. I'm gonna do it now at the end. Okay. Is that cool with you? Run it. We got we got ten minutes left. I'm gonna try and do this. Yeah. Clip. See if it'll let you. Don't feel you have to understand everything. You have to trust. You have to believe God's goodness. Remember what I said on Sunday morning, those of you here? The real problem is mistrust of the goodness of God. Come on. <clears throat> the second thing that this teaches me is very important. God never surrenders his sovereignty. The word sovereignty is more or less dropped out of Christian vocabulary, but it's a very important word. My definition of sovereignty is this. God does what he wants, when he wants, the way he wants, and he asks no one's permission. And you've got to get adjusted to that. Don't think you can tell God how to do it. You can't. And God never allows himself to be put in a little narrow box of religious rules. They don't, they don't worship like I've seen people over the years put God in a box. It's got to be this way. You've got to follow these principles. You've got to do it this way. And invariably, God pops up somewhere else outside their box. So don't bother. It's a waste of time. Okay. So we're at, what, one minute 19? Yeah, we'll just try to put it back on that. So the, the whole thing, I, you know, I... I Pastor Philip Mitchell, he says he he has a uh, um, a series that he did about about stuff like this. And what he said was is that you know you have these people coming into new believers coming into church, and you're throwing twenty to thirty freaking rules on them right off the bat, and they have to do this, you have to do this, and that's this, and they're all. <clears throat> he's he's is man made. Like a lot of these rules in in religious. A lot of these religious rules, sorry, are man-made. They're not, yeah, some of them do have um, roots in the Old Testament, in the Bible, whatever, but the way that they're practiced and the way that people push them on people is all from whatever church sect you may be in and and stuff like that. And it's such a hindrance to bringing in new believers and just letting God, letting God work in them. Yeah, let God change them, yeah. To change them and like, God said, come and I will make you like. 
And I, I, this is another thing for and me, right? We, we've we've now if, gone if, back if, to touch on some things that we've already touched. Yeah, podcast, but, but, but I, okay. I just want to say, yeah, and that's fine too. Here, I want to say this: you're in a Sunday service, okay? And Jim lays hands on Dave, okay? And Dave is not saved, okay? All right, so Dave was going through his life, whatever he's done so far, wherever he's been, if he's 19 or he's 40, okay, mm-hmm. he's done this whole deal without Christ helping or being a part of it. Maybe he's had some inner convictions about different things, but he's got no real knowledge of the working, living word of God. Yeah. Okay, he's just been functioning without Christ. And now Somehow you talk him into coming to church. You get him in church because he's hurting. It's probably what he came. Yeah. And Jim lays hands on him, mm-hmm. and he's the Holy Spirit moves inside of Dave, and Dave receives Christ as his Savior. Amen. Starts to confess the Lord of Lord and King of Kings is Jesus Christ. Born of a virgin, raised from the dead, living now on the throne of God, on the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. Dave has a gambling problem. Did the Holy Spirit work in Jim? Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Even though the man who laid hands on him has a gambling issue, the Holy Spirit still functioned oh, so, so you're saying Jim has a gambling problem. Yeah, sorry. Him. Did I confuse? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So Jim has a gambling problem, but Jim but laid he's laying hands on Dave, yeah, yeah. Dave got because saved. It's the, funny, right? If you he's live, gonna, he's gonna do what he's gonna do, no matter what. Regardless. Now, on the flip side, Jim has a gambling problem. Laid hands, Holy Spirit worked there. Dave is saved. Mm-hmm. Next Sunday, Dave pulls up in his Honda, <coughs> and he's got Def Leppard playing, secular music playing, all about romance, making relationships an idol, mm-hmm. right? Rock and roll, right? He Sex, pulls drugs, up, and rock and roll. And Jim sees it. Sees him pull up in the Honda. Dave comes walking. He's so excited to be here. It's his second day at church. He's been saved. Yeah. He's had a rough week. But his but, but his the week, Lord is delivered. Yeah, his week has been, you say rough, but his week has been strangely joyful, peaceful because he Dave has, has this, a testimony. He has this new found spirit and all that. So, yeah, so he's comes bopping up because I, I, I know he's bopping up. I did church. Too. My yeah. second day at church. Yeah. My second on, week at go. church. I was excited. Yeah. And Jim sees him and goes, You can't listen to that music. Oh. I was still listening to secular music. Well, uh, not me, but because you know I've been listening. Dude, to you've been listening to worship music for years. The worship music has inter- when you started listening to just worship music, mm-hmm. even though you weren't in your Bible and you weren't attending a service and you weren't even going to recovery meeting, it kept joy in my life. You man. kept giving me good advice. It kept joy. I in had my two, life. three meetings a week. I was going to church. I was doing a bunch of stuff. I call you and go blah 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 blah, and you and, were like, "That's the other thing that's about the joy of this, the Lord." This is a little bit of a, but it's about the same. Judging these 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 singers, which okay, there's a lot of things are going on with a lot of these the, the the people who are putting out Christian music right now, and some of them maybe or maybe not really living the lives of you know what I'm saying, living the life that they're they're singing about in their songs. Doesn't change the message of the song. That's what I'm saying about Jim. The song he, still hits. A, a person who's been through a divorce is telling you what to look for in a mate in the future. They, they still have some valid advice, yeah. even though they're divorced. Yeah. So when, so okay, so here, so Dave walks up and he's playing the music or whatever, whatever. And Jim, can basically condemns him for listening to such secular things. It's like that's where the religious law, the religious rules are, because Dave may turn around, man. I mean, he may. We don't know. Yeah, Dave may continue going to church, but when he goes and sits down, he's 
He's he's, he's bitter. He's, he's gotten hurt now. Towards, towards yeah, yeah. He's and, and he's looking for Jim's faults. Oh yeah. Let him catch Jim gambling. Yeah. Let him see Jim at a Chevron scratching a scratch off. And now we're all just judging every, each it's other. It's contagious. And, and Judgment now, is the most contagious. Now we have division. Thing. It's in worse the than COVID nineteen. Division. It's in airborne, the and it oh, and the devil loves it mm. for you to when when you tell yourself you're no good, the devil loves it, and when I tell you you're no good, the, the devil, devil loves it. Yeah. And so, and division in the church is what he wants. Yeah. It's the ultimate goal of of the the enemy is division in the church of Christ, because what it does is is it turns people away from the church, and then eventually turns them away from Christ. Right. So stop with the division. Stop. Stop it. I gotta say this clip thing is working. Okay. You like it? We're here. Play we're it. right where we were. Number one. Number two. I'm gonna hit play on it. Yeah. This is a new thing that we can. I mean, we we need to think about this all week on how we're gonna do. I love next I love week. how we discuss our our dude. Our I could behind I could, the scenes. I can stuff. get the Just debates. Right here on camera I can get the debates. Like I can get like. Alright. Right, whatever you want to do. So we're also thinking about um, doing a half hour pre show uh, and maybe doing a post show, but not if no one's gonna c- yeah. comment. So comment. The pre show could be a, a little like a political thing, because I mean we we have been political people for years. I mean, yeah. So we have. Like we watch, we watch debates together. We watch election results roll in together. I mean, we've like I'm going to say the uh, been in this a really uh, un- a unpopular opinion here at the end of our our, our well, third show. Like that. Anyway, the Lord put jo- Joe Biden there. Yeah. I mean, if if you and think- now this, <laughs> I think religious rules are some of the biggest barriers to understanding God. I mean, I believe there have to be rules. Has to be. There have to be rules in the church. I just want to say before we go on, if you have a homosexual couple trying to teach the married couples, you're going to have chaos. Yeah. If you have known fornicators in your church dating multiple people, you got chaos. And you especially must get it. at some point, church leaders they have, have to, have to some judge kind of rules. Yes, yeah. I don't think that if you um, are currently smoking weed and you don't believe in tithing, that you should be ad- asked to leave the church. But you shouldn't certainly shouldn't have a class. You no, shouldn't have a ministry. A but that, but it, it boils down to Day or Jim judging Dave and throwing a casting a, a rule at Dave as opposed to. The pastor, when yes. Dave when Dave comes to the pastor and says, "Man, I'm I'm really excited and I'm and I'm and this that and the other thing and you know I, I really like to lead this class or whatever and and if the pastor and, and the pastor speaks to him for a little while and finds out some things about what Dave's He's doing, some in issues, secular, yeah. like like we need to get this. There has it's to not be. a no, it's a wait. We need to get you through some of this first. And so that, I think the so Holy Spirit helps yeah. uh, motivate you and inspire you <laughs> to want to lead and be a part of this so that you do change some of these behaviors, these habits yeah. that you don't necessarily know are bad. You, you, maybe exactly. you don't even know how bad they that's are. The, that, and that's the thing. And I, I'm, this, should, and this should be part of everyone's prayers. You know, God, seek me for the things that – forgive me for the things that I don't even know that I'm doing. Seek me for the things, the sins that are inside me that I don't mm-hmm. even know are there. And, and I think that's what happens to a lot of – with a lot of new Christians, as they do, the, the, especially once they get baptized in the Holy Ghost, baby, like they, like things start to change. Like they start to feel bad about things that they had no idea that they Absolutely. should feel Absolutely. bad about. And See, so, right here, I could add preach. <laughs> just a little button. A little preach. button to preach. But so, so let the Holy Spirit work in them. Like, like, 
you can't it's not for you to it, it's not for you to work in it's not you're you have stuff to work on in yourself that the whole but there does if you have you. like we have if i find out that you were doing a bunch of sinful stuff i'd have to say hey man like or if you came on here and started cussing get, get or doing close. something like I, yeah. you and i have had terrible yes. language in the past yeah and if we were making a show Still like work this on it Eight years ago, if we were making a show like this, we had already been cussing so we much. We couldn't have it. put it on a, a Christian. No, no way. There's no uh, way. Facebook. Page, and yeah. that's the point, right? Like you and I have some podcasts that we've done where we, I, there's no way I could have shared yeah. that because of the language that was in it. So that's exactly a good point, right? Does that have anything to do with your salvation or our fellowship or anything like that? No, but I can't have you cussing on a yeah. show like this. I and can't. so, the, so I, I'll take that and say this: as you move into your Christian walk and as you start feeling that conviction and you start getting there and you feel whatever way get you some friends some strong relationships within the church that are strong Christian men and women that will correct you but that you're giving the okay to correct you Right, you know what I'm saying. That like, you're, that, that you that's can the be thing. If you come to me and say, "Hey, you know, I'm dealing with this thing." Now I have some yeah. room to judge, to be judgy. Yeah, I like got a little me, room to like, make I some feel, judgment like, calls. I don't go into my church and judge, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry, but I'll judge you. Yeah, I'll be like, Dude, and I'll come you, to you, you and say, "Hey, what's yeah, going on yeah. here?" And if Dick or Harry come to me and say hey, something, or I come to Dick or Harry and say something, then they have now they have open. Yes, yeah. which your pastor which, should have that too. Yes, and, and I think the pastor has a as a broader umbrella of it because he this is his flock, all right. Like the this is the pastor's flock. He has the right to tend to every member of his flock. We are just sheep with we are just and and that's another thing. Authority. The Lord put Biden there. The Lord gave you your parents, and the Lord put you in the church you're in right now. Submit under the authority. Come on, submit to God. Submit. Submit to your parents. And submit to the authority of your pastor. Yes, the 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 pastors have authority for a reason. God, how great gave the American church! This. We could just switch pastors whenever we disagree with them. I do believe there's a time coming where you're not going to be able to do that. Mm -mm. You're gonna you're gonna have very limited people that are doing this pastoring thing. Yes. Okay, it's not a big money gig. Yeah, you think Stephen yeah. Furtick and Joel Osteen and Creflo Dollar is where you're going with it, but there's so many pastors yeah, in this country who are not no, Creflo. No. Trust me. It's yeah, not a big money gig. This is going to be something that they're doing out of the passion of their heart and care for you and as a flock. Well, it's what God has put in them to do. Like I, like my pastor told a whole story on Wednesday of how how his this minister this this church and his ministry started and how it got to where it was and all sure. the hardships that they went through and and living in an, in an apart in a, like a two bedroom apartment with two kids living sleeping in a bunk bed and you know what i'm saying like like this whole thing where there was no money in it for them and but god kept telling them and this is why i said the whole like whatever god has told you like god told them this is what like they moved from a different state to come here because god said to them go here make a church and i will I will prosper that church, and 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 this is what you're you're, you know, you're Amen, going to yeah. be doing. And so every decision they made, everything they did, was looking at that promise. Yeah, Amen. That promise, not because well, what's he doing right now? What do we need to do right now? No, that promise that God made because they had expectations of what God was going to give them because He told them that He would. And so, submit under these people. They've been through it. They've they. It, I mean, and granted, there are there are pastors out there that 
are lukewarm, not not if your pastor is speaking biblical truth week in and week out, submit under that pastor. Just submit, then. yeah. Yeah, because I Agreed. mean, you're not going to find that these these lukewarm pastors are going to be the ones that fall away when And you got to have discipline in the church. You got to have you got to have you got to have a hierarchy, hierarchy yeah. like a, a structure. Because we have to conduct ourselves in a certain way, otherwise there'll be total confusion. But bear in mind the rules don't make us righteous. That's very important. Because if another group follows different rules, it doesn't mean they're less righteous. See, if our righteousness depends on following rules, and we're following the right rules, then nobody else is righteous. Which is exactly what happens in the church. So, if you have been able to abstain from alcoholism, from depression, suicide. You did not get righteous because your daily affirmation and you're getting through it. I think I don't know if he says this or if I just wrote this while while I was listening to it last week, but so it says God isn't righteous. God is righteousness. So therefore we become righteous through him. His righteousness not through your tithe. is what makes your us perfect righteous. Attendance. Not the law, not any of that. God Almighty, the sovereign ruler of, of our of our lives and our world, is what makes us righteous through his all righteousness. It's the same thing the other part I said is God doesn't always tell the truth. God is the truth. <coughs> God doesn't love us. God is love like so it's not like it's not like your parents where your parents love you and, and show you this love and all this stuff god himself is love amen so everything that extends from him is just holy love period period holy truth period he doesn't period. tell the truth he is the truth because for somebody for me to say i always tell the truth that means that at some point i could not tell the truth right and i could lie right so god is not a man that he should lie right it means god doesn't tell the truth he is he is the truth the truth i like that jesus is the way the truth and hallelujah so one group thinks we're the only group that's right the root problem is legalism it's building your faith on keeping a set of rules yeah. let me say this Rules and laws never change people's hearts. Very important. When you pray for America, it's good to pray for good laws. It doesn't change people's hearts. It actually, rules and laws within a, within a religious sect can harden people's hearts. If it's something that they, especially if you're somebody like preaching these raw laws and rules and not abiding by uh, yeah stuff, right there's just a lot a, of pastors out there a ton that, of people well, yeah, do that. people yeah. and all that so it hardens people's hearts beating people with rules and laws hardens their hearts it definitely doesn't change their hearts and bring them to Christ right. let Christ put his law in their hearts amen because I mean that's the that's the covenant right but don't imagine that that's going to change people Laws can restrain evil, but they cannot produce good. They have a purpose. I think a lot of American Christians, a lot of intercessors, 
are praying for the government to do the church's job. Ooh, I've been saying this so long, is the government has been doing the church's job for so many years now, two decades or more. Mm -hmm. That's why we have no father in the home. That's why we have the public school the way it is, mm -hmm. because the government has pushed the church out of its position. The church has stopped fighting for its position. Mm -hmm. And even he's suggesting here, we're not even praying for well, the church position. So the problem is, is where we came from, right? So we came, when we came from England, we came from independence, whatever. That's a totally different topic. But what we came from was a church that was the government. And we have pushed so hard in this country to not become that, which rightfully so, rightfully so. We, I mean, we, we don't want the church being that, I mean, it, it stifles freedom just as much as anything else. Sure. But we have pushed so far against that that we have moved the government into the role. So now the government is the religion that is above us. Unfortunately, because I, you know, that's... It's not the government's job to make people righteous. It's our job. And they're not changed by rules. If we changed all the laws of America tomorrow, and some of them are laws are very bad, I agree, it wouldn't change people. Is that true? See, this is my simple mind, simple summation of the problems of America or Britain. This is this. There are a lot more bad people than good. I agree with that. Furthermore, the bad people are getting worse and worse. And the solution is not to make laws. There's only one solution. Something that will change bad people into good people quickly. Hallelujah. And there's only one thing that will do that. The gospel. The gospel. And it now, I agree with that. And that goes back to when Pastor Ryan Smith says, <clears throat> foolish people can change. The Lord will change them. Mm -hmm. Which we'll cover that next week. Next week. We'll do it. So let's not spend so much time praying for the government to make the right law. Let's pray for the gospel to be preached. Amen. <laughs> I have a strong feeling about this because of pro-life. Government can make all the laws they want, and if the gospel is preached to the people, <clears throat> everything kind of would take care of itself. If the gospel was preached and people followed it, and and it became prevalent in the nation the laws would take care of themselves amen i mean we would need some we would need guardrails the government would need to put in guardrails for certain things especially for the people who are still outside of the the church but as a whole the nation would take care of itself can the i just say i'm so excited thing is i will probably wake up early tomorrow dealing with this i'm so excited about what we're <laughs> able to do yeah yeah, like this is, I'm just... Movement. Now, I believe that abortion is murder. And I do not condone it. But I don't believe the church is right to make enemies of the people who practice abortion. We are to win them to the Lord. We're to love them, not make war on them. Jesus came into the world and he didn't come to condemn. He came to save. He didn't impute people's sins to them. And we have built up an absolute wall of hatred against us because we've approached people and told them how bad they were. So, like, like
like what Jesus, like he was, what he's saying is Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't come in the I'm world. I'm going to clip that. This week, I'm going to clip just what he says right there, and we're going to have a button that I can play that anytime <laughs> I feel like it. But so go into the scripture. Where does Jesus, talking to anyone, verbally point out their sins to them? He he did it in a loving way. Um, he did it with the As woman in the well, right? He says you have well, this is what you've this is what you've husbands. been through in it, but he he doesn't sit there and say this is what I have against. I mean, he does to the church in Revelations, but when he's talking to people when he was on the earth in his ministry, it, there was no I have this against you. This is what you've done. And he, when he did it to to the woman at the well, like you said, it wasn't in a condemning way. It wasn't in the way we do it. Right, and he did instruct her to go and sin no more. And, and I, but I do think that even the the when the the stones when when he when he had the the Pharisees drop the stones and you know and they left and he spoke to to the to the woman left. What did he say to her? Go, and sin no more. And I think that's a huge thing as far as, but it's a different different topic. But as far as when people come into church and we're talking about judgment, like. If you are in the church and you have given yourself life over to Jesus Christ and you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is saying to you, go and sin no more. That is the constant thing that the Holy, if you are not feeling that, if you, if like you, like we said earlier, if you're coming into the church and just sitting down for Sunday and then going out and Monday through Saturday, living like a, a, Living like yeah. a heathen, living like the world. Yeah. Then, I, you, which by the way, the world lives in vengeance and wrath and anger and fear, sexual immorality. Se- yeah, absolutely. Yes. Greed, lust, mm-hmm. comparison. Yeah, all all those seven covetousness, deadly sins. That like that's the world, and we are called out of the world. I'm gonna play Here. that back again. Then <laughs> then he came to say. He didn't impute people's sins for them. And we have built up an absolute wall of hatred against us because we've approached people and told them how bad they were. Jesus never did that. The only people he did that to were the religious people. You You can examine, they're the only people who made problems for him. And it's the same today. I am really deeply concerned about this because it seems to me a whole lot of prayer power is being wasted trying to get something to happen which if it happened wouldn't solve the problem. Jesus said God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. The ministry of condemnation is the old covenant. The new covenant is a ministry of righteousness. So I'm glad we figured that out. Um, we're going to close because we're at the end of this. Yeah, we're we got to get moving. Get ready for prayer. Um, again, comment, 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 share, 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 interact so we know. Uh, we want to start doing a pre-show. We may come and do a post-show, but it's only Should if you're going to interact. Otherwise, we will see you next Saturday. Do you want to go through these these conclusions real quick? Or yeah, you, you read them. Yeah, read them real quick. Uh, so, so at the end of this, he goes, he gives a conclu- he gives his conclusions that basically is everything he talked about, but he, he sums it up with – 10 points that he, he, he makes. So let me cough real quick. <coughs> Get that out. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm sick, and so I'm getting there. Anyways, 
his conclusions from the story of Job. And if you don't know the story of Job, go read it. Um, read your Bible. Read your Bible. Test everything we say here at Victory Drive yeah, Saturday read your Live. Bible. Exactly. Um, don't take our word for it because we are human. Um, one, we can never understand God's dealings. He deals on a level that is above and beyond our comprehension. So trust in him. God never surrenders his sovereignty. He just said it. We did a whole talk about it, but God never surrenders his sovereignty. He is sovereign. He is going to do what he wants, when he wants, however he wants. God deals with us as individuals. And I think that goes to the next, it goes right into the next one, which is it's foolish to compare ourselves with other people. Amen. He deals with us on an individual basis. So us comparing, like we said earlier, comparing our blessing to someone else's blessing, our breakthrough to someone else's breakthrough has nothing to do with you. Their breakthrough is their breakthrough. Let God deal with them the way God is going to deal with them, good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Seek him. Keep your eye on him about what he's doing in your life individually. God has a special, unique purpose for every life. So let him deal with your life the way that he has a special, unique purpose for you. God is relentless in his pursuit of his purpose. I think we touched on this a little bit last week. Amen. He, he will, will do. continue to come after you. Yeah, if he's going to use you for something, he will leave he will, the 99. Uh, amen. And come to you. And Jeremiah said, you know, even, I, I don't want to do this, but even though he cries out of me, like I have to do this, I, can't, yeah. I don't have no choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God's priorities are different from ours. Amen. Amen. Come That's on. True. And and that goes uh, across all kinds of levels. It's even I've heard pastors who who uh, my pastor does it all the time where he's he's in the middle of his sermon and he has all his notes and it's all laid out and he knows what he's going to say and he's got his verses and blah blah blah. And 5 minutes into the into the sermon he's he never touches it again. He goes off in a different direction because God's priorities are different than his. Amen. And so he follows where God leads. Um, God is proud of his righteous servant. Amen. Proud. When he, proud when he, of you. He's proud, proud of you. When you, get, when you get to the end and he says, say it, come on. The, uh, I don't, don't want to get it wrong. Um, the, at good the end, which is good and, yeah, yeah. good and faithful servant, yeah. you finished the race. Yeah. yeah. Like, so he, I got it wrong. So You got it wrong, so I guess either <laughs> one of us could have got yeah, it yeah, wrong. Yeah. Um, Way to go, good and faithful servants, though. Keep doing what you're yeah. doing. Even if no one wants to comment, no one wants to share, no one wants to inter interact, keep, being keep doing what you're doing. Um, and the last one, no, not the last one. We have a high destiny, demonstration of God's grace to all the universe. Amen. Come on. So, and I, where is judgment in that? There's no, where am I demonstrating God's grace by calling everybody liars and fornicators? And your high destiny, your high destiny. Anyone, I don't care if you're a saved, a believer, whatever you're, your high destiny is to demonstrate the Lord's grace to all the it's universe. Your purpose. Time will it's, fly while you're doing it. And You'll it says, be excited. I, I think I, I he touched on it. So when he did touch on that specifically, it says, th think about it this way. Think, think about your destination. Of course, if your destination is to demonstrate the God's grace to all the universe, of course you're going to be tried. You're going to come have trials and tribulations because the enemy is coming at you because he does not want you to fulfill that destiny. There, there's other things that he would be okay with you fulfilling that destiny to demonstrate the Lord's grace. He does not want you fulfilling that destiny. And the last one. The Holy Spirit, and we, we touched on this one, the Holy Spirit is the only 
authorized interpreter of the scripture. There is no private interpretation no, of the scripture. No. You, there is no, I well, I read it this way, and so yada yada. The Lord spoke to me like this. You're not going to get a revelation from the, from the scripture that somebody else hasn't already gotten, or that somebody else won't get. It's it, because the Holy Spirit is from God. God is sovereign. He sends the Holy Spirit to us. So, and He is the only. Let me read that again. Yeah. Only authorized interpreter of the scripture. So if you're hearing something that the Holy Spirit didn't tell you and, and won't tell you, it may, <coughs> sorry. it may not have been from him. Anyways. So I want to, in conclusion, we're going to finish this up. We're going to, we're going to end the live, but I want to, I want to pray. Okay. Yeah, sure. Father, thank you so much for a platform, for an opportunity for everybody who's watched, anybody that's coming in or seeing Lord. I just want you to reach out in your love and reach these people that are, are checking this stuff out. Um, Father, you are so good and so amazing. I want to thank you, Jesus, for giving up your life, giving us a way to the Father that we can make our needs known. And right now, Holy Spirit, I ask that you work through everything that's going on, through the video, through everything else, and that you heal hearts that are full of vengeance, that you reach out uh, to religious people that are listening to this and change their hearts, Lord, that people that are living in sin, that you convict them and change them, Holy Spirit, till they start living in a different way. Leaders who are out there worried about confrontation, Lord, I ask that you give them the boldness and the courage boldness. to on. confront anybody that's under them to change. Something has to change. Mm -hmm. uh, Father, I ask that you move through whoever's watching this, people that have car problems right now, that people that are having job problems right now, people that are feeling rejected and lonely right now, that you fill those voids, Holy Spirit, that you move through this, that you give them solutions and discernment. People that are wanting to judge, Lord, that you uh, give them healing, that you give them discernment, that you help them articulate their judgments and their convictions in a better way than anger and hate. Um, thank you, Lord, for that. And I ask that you just bless what we're doing at Victory Drive, Lord, that you keep on working through this, that people get uh, uh, better, that they getting that they start to recover from abusives, trauma, bad habits, self-condemnation, uh, uh, self-sabotage, uh, uh, that things start to change. Generational curses break by oh. Jesus' name. Uh, anxiety breaks in Jesus' name. Jesus. Depression breaks in Jesus' name right mm. now. And we thank you, Lord, for the power. We thank you for what you're doing. Keep us sober just to the end of this day, Lord, and one more day. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you're doing. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the power. And, Father, you are the greatest. We are waiting. We are a bride waiting for you come to come on. back, Jesus Christ. Amen. Come and take us home. In Jesus' name, amen. Hold on. Don't stop it yet. I want to say this. Tomorrow night is... Taking Back Sunday night at Worship of Wonders Church. Do you know the at, address? Uh, oh, not off the top of my head. Worship of Wonders Church. Uh, Google it. You can. I know. I'm, I'm terrible. You got to learn the address because Sunday morning, 10 a.m., 6835 Victory Drive, <laughs> Woodstock, Georgia. <laughs> Thursday night oh, at 630 right. p.m. Saturday, uh, uh, 630 p.m. on Thursday nights, Victory Drive meets. There's food, 630 right. to 7. Corner of Milford Church Road and Milford Church Road and Powder Springs Road in Marietta, Georgia. There you go. Worship Wonders Church tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Corporate prayer, there. corporate prayer, corporate prayer. Tonight prayer corporate changes prayer. everything. Oh. So if you are having struggling with your prayer life, you don't pray as much as you want to, you don't know how to pray, you don't pray out loud, people say to you, pray for me, and you're like, yeah, come to corporate prayer. Mm -hmm. Come to corporate prayer. There's Saturday night, 
on the corner of what? Milford Church and Powder Springs Road. I'll I'll, I'll put a if you're my Worship I'll at put, the Wonders Church. I'll put the address. Wednesday in the night at six eight three five Victory Drive. Friday night six eight three five Victory Drive. Saturday morning six eight three five Victory Drive. We have corporate prayer. All right, and corporate prayer at, is tomorrow is tonight at Worship Wonders. But what I was saying was Sunday night, tomorrow night at seven o'clock, man. Taking back Sunday night. Taking back Sunday night. If you want to feel the Holy Spirit move. Man, come on and show up because it is one of the one of the most amazing things that I have ever I have ever witnessed, and I've been to several of them now. And we are going to get crazy. We're going to speak in tongues. We're going to worship the <laughs> yes, Lord. Hallelujah. We are going to lay hands on people, and it is going to be amazing. So I I, I, I encourage you to come out. Um, like I said, I'll leave a I'll leave the address in the comments, and um, yeah, and we'll come see on. you next Saturday, six o'clock, right here on Facebook Live, Saturday Live. Victory Drive on Facebook. Y'all have a good one. I'm going to look at the address now. They were watching. Yeah, so it shows you who's watching. So it is only us. It's only us tonight at 6 o'clock that tuned in. Um, Let's see here. Um, Worship Wonder Church, Pastor Tim. I think I already have it here. 1887. 1887, Powder Springs Road. Yeah, they've stopped. Kyle Kyle loved our video tonight. He he checked in. Well, I didn't even tell you he was watching. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how much money. Hmm. I don't understand how many of these analytics are out there or anything. Just I don't want to copy the link. I just want to. I just want to copy the address. Where's the? Man, we lost one follower. One person just engaged with us. Huh. That that may not have been this video. It was the last week's video, probably. Like I had eighty-eight follow. We had eighty likes and eighty-eight followers, and one follower dropped off. I don't know how to follow that. See who who stops and who doesn't. Because there was ten people viewing, but. I can't look and see who viewed it, but I guess you can from the page. You, it was showing like over here, it was like showing you too.
So this is the cow you're talking about? Yeah. That posted, that posted something that said. Listen in, pay attention closely. Seymour. I know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I don't remember. Secular too. I don't like all this. I don't like all the. Yeah. I don't like it when you post things. You post things like this sometimes too, and I'm like, ugh, makes my eyes hurt. Why would you want to go back? I mean, we're not leaving for another... <coughs> what, 10, 15 minutes, so... If you just want to go straight to the church, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, well... Are you going to come back here?